Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Bang. That's hammered left field. Way back there on its way. Gone. Look out. Wilson Contreras absolutely crushes one. And he puts the Cubs on top. It is now three to two. That was long gone. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Now, if you only need to score three runs, then the Cubs will actually have a chance to take you out. That's all they needed last night to defeat the Brewers by a score of three to two. Ostrowski and Horvat on this Wednesday, full slate of 15 games. We're trying to get you all set for them. Uh, in this segment, Horvat, let's let's try to knock out all these afternoon games. If you go with the earlier afternoon games, I guess you could say six. I don't even know. 440 Central, is that an afternoon game? What is that? <laughs> we got one of those. We got a 535 Central. Like, I don't even – the schedule's all over the place. But if you love baseball, you can be by your TV and uh, you can hang out all night because, uh, yeah, we have a, a West Coast game as well with the Dodgers and the Rockies tonight. So uh, let's start rolling through some of these games. Make sure you're following us on Twitter, the uh, show account, at BetQL Daily, at BetQL Daily. Download the free Odyssey app to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily Podcast. All right. First game of the day. We've got a couple around uh, 1 Eastern, noon Central. It is the Yankees and the Blue Jays. Yankees minus 121 favorites. Blue Jays plus 112 dogs. Total 10 and a half. Kluber on the bump for the pinstripes. Ross Stripling is going for Toronto. Kluber off to a rough start. Maybe father time uh, knocking on the door here. We'll see as uh, the season progresses here. I'm not sure that he's going to be a guy that can turn back the clock right now. Uh, Simeon has had a lot of struggles in his career against Kluber, but that's prime Kluber. I wouldn't look too much into that. Uh, Stripling off to a very rough start. ERA mid-sevens. Small sample. Yeah, you know, Stripling really hasn't been great since coming over from the Dodgers. I think in Toronto, Owen. He's got a save. His ERA, like you said, it's almost at seven. Whip, not great. Ten walks, just 23 strikeouts over 24 innings. But also, I'm a little concerned, obviously, with Kluber, who didn't pitch last year. What, he threw a one pitch? And then he was banged up all of 2019. Uh, So the injury history, the age catching up to him a little bit. I still kind of like the Yankees in this spot on the road on getaway day coming off the loss. I think I will back Corey Kluber just because uh, Stripling's been bad as well. 
I just think the Yankees, I think the bats come alive today. I think they score some runs. And uh, I'm making a play on this one. I'd probably take the Yanks. Small price there. If you're going to back the Yankees, I'd probably go New York or nothing in this one. Bats have been so inconsistent. Uh, this could be a decent spot for it to finally happen, but I don't I don't have a strong opinion on the game, for being quite honest. Uh, more of an opinion on this matchup. Washington, you got Joe Ross on the bump at St. Louis with Adam Wainwright going. Cardinals are favored, minus 121. Got the same spread, same uh, money line odds here. Minus 121, and the Nats, plus 112. We know the Nationals haven't played a ton of games. They've been dealing with some issues, but um, we are in the year 2021, Horvat, and Adam Wainwright is favored to win a ball game. Should Adam Wainwright be favored? You know what? I kind of like Washington in this spot, to be quite honest, especially after yeah. what we from St. Louis last night where they exploded and I'm with you. No, I don't think that he should. If anything, it'd be Washington or nothing for me in this spot. Even like when you look at what Joe Ross has done on four days rest, I think he's 5-0 and in his last five starts. So I, I kind of like Washington in this spot. What about you? No, that's why I asked the question. I was like, should, really? Is is Wainwright going to be favored here? I don't, I don't quite understand. You know, it's not a ton. It's not a ton. It's a small uh, plus money price here with Washington at plus 112, but I like the Nats side. Okay. Yeah, I don't really have a strong opinion on that one. I was looking at Cubs Brewers 1240 today. All right, go ahead. Oh, this, this is such an easy call. Uh, the question is, how do you attack it? Go yeah, ahead. You know where I'm going. I think you know where I'm going on this one. I'm going to go first five under. Got it early at four and a half. Uh, <laughs> where it's at right now. I think there's a four there right now. Uh, Arietta and Corbin Burns. Uh, I like Corbin Burns strikeout prop. I don't now Arietta has been really good this year. He's two and oh, but also both starts have come against the Pittsburgh pirates. Uh, Corbin you. Burns has been great this year in his first start. The only pr first two starts, the only problem for Corbin Burns, he doesn't get any run support whatsoever. So he's Owen one this year and doesn't even have an ERA of at one. I mean, he's given up, I believe one run. I think he's only given up two hits so far this season. Um, but if you look at his history against the Cubs, does have some struggles right there. But again, I, he had a rough two years ago. He, he was rough. He got moved to the bullpen. Then last year he really came on, but it was a shortened season. This year looks good in his first two starts. I like the first five under in this one. And I am going to take a look at possibly playing Corbin Burns strikeout total over. Possibly. What What is it going to take you not to make that bet? Honestly. You're 100% going to do that unless it's what? Oh, man. I, I'm most likely going to – I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. you got to look what yeah. he's done. First two outings held the Twins to run one. One run in a six and one-third. That was his first performance. Then he holds the Cardinals to no runs. One hit in six innings. The strikeout what's – your, What's your guess? What, we, we, you know, Burns has been fantastic in his two starts. What's your guess on the number that will be set? Uh, Peralta was seven and a half last night. Woodruff was seven and a half. By the way, quick lesson. I saw this last night right before the Cubs Brewers game on points bet. Woodruff was seven and a half. And if you look around, Woodruff was eight and a half. That happens with the strikeout prop market. So shop around such a massive difference. If you're getting different numbers and the juice wasn't that much of a gap, it, it, it's wild. So are they going to go with seven and a half again or eight and a half? I'd think, say eight, eight and a half. That's the thing. I think it's going to be eight and a half, which I'll play. Okay. Um, Man, any concerns that – so 
This morning in Milwaukee, the phone lines blowing up. Everybody hates Wilson Contreras. This rivalry is picking up a little bit. Now, I know Cub fans don't consider the Brewers to be rivals, but these teams, No, Joe, not really. <laughs> not at all. Players hate each other. Last night, they threw at Brandon Woodruff. The Cubs did. Anthony Rizzo comes over from first base to try to be the peacemaker, and Woodruff was like, get away from me, man. They can't stand it. They can't stand each other. I want to see what happens today. Any concern that the Cubs bats actually show up today and they just get a hole and, and they just tee off on Corbin Burns? I mean, they've done it before. Now, Burns looks great so far this season. Nah, that was a different Burns dude. That was, that, that was a different guy. He was still learning. I, I don't really put too much into that. You do? And no, I really don't. And I, I mean, if anything, my concern would be playing the first five under. It would be Arietta because Arietta has been so good this year. But look who he's exactly. Been. He starts against Pittsburgh. Like I go back to what Arietta was in Philadelphia. And um, that would be my concern with the first five under don't really, you know, if the Brewers are minus 165, minus 170, some spots, I don't know that I love that just because like I said, I could see. Why don't you go with the Cubs team total under? What's that at right now? I haven't seen it. Just, you, you know what I'm saying? Cubs okay. team. <laughs> I don't even want to tell you. I didn't think it would be that low. It's three. Three, and See, it might go under. Nah, it could I don't, go under. You I don't think the Cubs to. are going to score three again. This offense against Burns. Because here's my concern. Okay, my concern right here is how are the Brewers going to use their bullpen? Because the problem with Corbin Burns, even with Brandon Woodruff, they don't want Woodruff or Burns hitting a hundred pitches right now. So if Corbin Burns goes six and one third again, exits that game in the sixth inning. Devin Williams hasn't been great out of the bullpen yet for the Brewers. I mean, Josh Hader's been great out of the bullpen, but he's your traditional closer right now, so you won't see him till the ninth. I do have some concerns with the bullpen. I mean, they just sent Eric Yardley oh. down. He was terrible. That would be my concern would be some late runs in the seventh or eighth inning, them, you know, blowing up on Brent Suter or something like that. You know, so if anything. Uh, I'll be playing the Burns over strikeout prop. And, and a half. Yeah, I'll go over. Okay. 100%. Um, yeah, Woodruff went night. What do you go? 95 pitches last night? I mean, it's not like it's 80. So we're close enough. And the Arietta thing, that would scare me off the, the first five. Okay. Arietta's not, not good. Like you said, Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh. So if you want to point out the numbers that is off to a good start, fine. Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh. Let me see you do it against a real offense. Brewers coming off a night. They only uh, scored two runs uh, against a a change at starting pitcher right before the game started. So I would look at the Burns K prop and call me crazy. I would prefer to bet Burns to get his first win at plus money for the first time this year instead of the run line. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I do. He is, um, I'm assuming it's eight and a half. Uh, Burns to record a win is plus 105. Plus 105. Oh, yeah, I think I do like that. If anything, if I'm going to play a side in this one, that'd be where I'd go right there. So, you know, the Cubs are going to score like nine times today, right? Well, see, I don't know why I have this weird feeling. Because I, I woke up, Joe, and I felt great about that first five under. And I felt great that as soon as I saw it, I was going to hammer the Corbin Burns over the strikeouts. And whoever mm -hmm. pitches against the Cubs all year long, man. I may just it may just be an automatic play. They strike out a ton. They don't hit the baseball. In fact, I got a kick out of it last night. I was watching the marquee broadcast even here in Milwaukee, and it's gotten so bad in Chicago. They don't even show you when they do the lineup card. They don't even go batting average anymore. It's just all OPS. You noticed that too? Yeah, a lot of people out. were talking about that. I called yeah. my son 
three seven. He didn't quite understand. I was like, look at this is how bad they are, man. They can't hit the mm-hmm. baseball. They got to yep. show. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Against against righties, they're like the worst in every metric so far yeah. this year. It's ugly. They need to blow it up is what they need to do. Like, you know, yeah. I didn't know. It's going to be interesting to see. I, I'm telling you, I feel really good about my Phillies division winner ticket because I think Chris Bryant's their uh, everyday uh, third baseman coming up here soon. I, I would really like these strikeout props to be posted a little bit earlier so we can actually talk about them. I know. Very, very frustrating. Uh, another afternoon game, Angels and the Royals. The Angels are minus 116 favorites, Royals plus 108 dogs, total of nine. Your pitching matchup for L.A., Griffin Canning for KC, it's Brad Keller. Royals are striking out a ton. Canning, he's had one start this season, seven Ks against Toronto. So it looks pretty good there. Uh, Keller strikeout rate is extremely low. It's so uh, it's so low that um, so far this season we're talking about single digits. Keller has been awful, and, and that number's at three and a half. By the way, his ERA is almost twenty this year. Uh, Canning also, I don't really trust him. I don't like playing against the Angels right now just because I have so much riding on the Angels. But I saw the Royals one and four in their last five against a righty. Angels are 4-0 in Canning's last four starts against the AL Central. Again, a stupid trend doesn't really mean a whole lot. No play for me in this one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not interested. How about a doubleheader? Uh, Boston, Minnesota. They're going to play two today. Eovaldi against Maeda in the first game. Twins. I sw- Every game this series has had this price. Uh, Twins minus 151. Red Sox dogs at plus 139. Any interest in the Maeda Eovaldi matchup? Uh, Boston is uh, crushing it at the plate right now. I, I don't know that we'll see this all season long. And both of these pitchers off to nice starts. I got no play in this game, even on that pitching matchup right there. And I don't know what it is about Boston, but why do they just own Minnesota? Four and one in their last five, seven and three in their yeah. last against the Twins. I got no play in either of these games today. Nothing I really like in that. Okay, I'm I'm more interested in the second game. Uh, the Twins are minus 145 favorites. Boston plus 133 over at points bet. Jose Barrios has been amazing so far. I'm wondering if this is going to be his breakthrough season. Talked about this with Ranji a little bit uh, yesterday. But he has a 20 strikeout and three <laughs> three walk ratio to start the season. And the Twins have done a very nice job against lefties. Rodriguez has had his struggles against Minnesota, a 5-1-9 FIP. I'm, uh, I'm looking at the Twins. I'm just trying to figure out how to bet it if I don't want to lay the uh, 145. But keep in mind, that's going to be a seven-inning contest. But yeah. game two, I'm going to look on that Minnesota side with Barrios. You know what? Same here. And I think I'm fine with the 145. I don't think I want to do anything with the run line. I think I'm fine laying that price with that pitching matchup. I think, the, I think that that's one. You know, I, I, the other day – same story with the Twins. I'm, I'm going to do it probably with the Yanks today, although that now is only minus 125. I really like Minnesota in that spot as well today. Uh, yeah, just two starts. Barrios, a .69 whip so far this season. If you think he's going to get a win, maybe he's going to throw all seven innings right. and go plus, plus 115. It's something I haven't looked at, uh, at in the past, but every time Ranji brings it up, I start looking at the results. I'm like, well, that was a great call. Uh, that was a plus 200 uh, to record a win. It's, you know, if you I think know. these guys are going to go deep in these games, Barrios could be that dude. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat. We'll get back to the rest of the MLB slate later. Adam Levitan to talk NFL draft props on the BQL Audio Network. 
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Akil Badu puts a jolt into one. Deep center field, it's gone! Oh, baby! Who is this kid? Tigers go back-to-back -back here in the third. It's 4-0 Detroit. This guy's going to be the story of baseball. And that ball is smoke. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. Make sure you download the BetQL app today and use our promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. BetQL helps you beat the sports books. BetQL assists sports bettors of all types. From the first time, bettors are hardcore. Make more informed, better decisions using data and analytics. Promo code daily, 20% off any subscription. Follow Ryan Horvat on Twitter, at Ryan Horvat. I'm Joe Ostrowski, at Joe0670. Horvat, what is so damn funny? It's got to be something. It better be good. No, no, okay, so let's like this. You know how uh, when you'd go back to school, like the first day, the, the question would be, what did you do with your summer break? What did you do on summer vacation? Yeah. I feel like when we hit like September, October, and anybody asks me, so what did you do this summer? My answer is going to be, I spent my entire summer waiting for player props in Major League Baseball <laughs> and monitoring yeah. pitching changes an hour before first pitch or sometimes 30 minutes before first pitch. This is going to be my entire summer. Waiting all morning long on strikeout props and waiting to see which starting pitcher is going to be scratched last minute. So what that's just happened? That's going to happen a lot this year. So I believe Ross Stripling, uh, he is pulled. I had it. Now I can't find it again. It looks like uh, the Blue Jays will be going with another starter. I don't know who this, I don't know who's starting for them today. So I was on the Yanks and I was going to back Kluber. Now I got to wait and see who is Toronto going to go with. And they have announced they have not announced that yet. So that's going to be my day right now. Should we suggest to the BetQA, BetQL, uh, daily audience that um, you should double check and always bet listed instead of action on the pitchers now? Should we do that? Since this is starting to happen, I mean, so far it's been happening a bunch over the last week. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that we should. I mean, because that's that's what I'm looking at is pitching matchups, you know, when I'm doing the handicapping. But at the same time, that ended up working out for me last night where Hendricks gets pulled, was still on the Cubs last night, plus money, and uh, still ended up cashing at the end of the night. But but how, how much of our – I mean, seriously, though, how much of our handicapping is on the starting pitcher? Oh, all of, all of it. All of it almost goes back to that, right? If we're talking it. about a team that does well against lefties or a team that struggles against righty, it, it all uh, strike a prop. It all go, goes back to the pitching matchup, and it should. So, I, I think absolutely, you've got to go with listed. You, oh, you should sure. check that before you hit submit on your bets. Well, for sure. Last night I was on the Indians plus money, but if you tell me even thirty minutes before first pitch that Shane Bieber is not making that start. I'm mm -hmm. pulling off of them. So exactly. That that is the way to go about it, especially um, you know, this season I would I would recommend it probably more than any other season. Uh just because of the COVID issues until everybody is vaccinated. 
coming off of last season, kind of a fake season, a 60 game season. I feel like managers, pitching coaches are going to be very cautious with their starters yeah. and type of soreness. You know, you wait, and that's the other thing, like, especially with these early games, like with a noon first pitch, you know, if, if Giolito, if Garrett Cole wakes up and they got a short, sore shoulder, they're not going to go out there. So I feel like it again, early first pitch, so, sore shoulder, sore shoulder, <laughs> you do it again. Say it five times fast. Sore shoulder, sore shoulder, sore shoulder. That's what I have today. I don't know what it is, man. I got my shot like four days ago. And it's still lingering around. Oh, that's why, that's why you asked me that earlier. It's been happening for a week. Today's the worst. Like today is the worst for some reason. It, I woke up and my arm is like completely dead. I can't lift my right arm. And I got it in my right arm, which you have the choice. I was thinking I sleep on my left side. So I'm going to go with my <laughs> with the right arm. And it was, I don't know what it is. I can't lift my arm today. They asked you, right? Yeah, they did. I don't yeah. know. I was just, I was trying to sleep at night because my dad told me, go, uh, you know, when he had got it done, he was like, I couldn't sleep on my left side. And I was, so that, that's where I went with it. And uh, I probably should have chose the other side because now like when I'm driving a car, can't lift my arm up today, anything like that. Are you going twice? I know, I know a lot of people out there are just going once because then you supposedly, I forgot the exact numbers. You supposedly hit that 90, 92% mark, yeah. which if you go the second time, then it goes up a little bit higher. But I know some are like, eh, what's the, what's the difference? It's already way up there. Yeah, I'll probably do. Yeah, I will. I mean, I, I want to be as I would. possible here. I'm looking to make some trips here in the next couple months. I haven't been to Las Vegas in a year, so I want to do that this summer. And uh, yeah. You so, want to go in this summer? I like going in August. Yeah. Wow. It's going to be so hot. It, yeah. that's, that's what I love. I love when it's hot, man. I do. And I like being there for baseball season. You bet a little day baseball, sit by the pool. I like to go in the summer. I like to go in March for the first weekend of the tournament. Uh, I'm out on the Super Bowl. I don't like going for the Super Bowl anymore. The Amateur Bowl, hour. I have a new Amateur rule. Hour. Yes. It's like the night before Thanksgiving when you go back home and everybody's out. Right. Right. I, I just want to enjoy Thanksgiving and taste the food, so I don't want to be hungover. Uh, the Super Bowl, I don't even like Super Bowl parties anymore. I want to watch the game by myself. I don't want anybody chiming in with their you know, political comments or their thoughts on the commercials, which I don't care about. Wait, what, what political comments are you hearing during the Super Bowl about the anthem and stuff? Well, it's gotten worse the last couple of years. Yeah. Two years ago is the last year that I'll ever go to a Super Bowl party. What Everything happened? is either political or about the stupid commercials. And I have way too much money on Super Bowl Sunday to care. Exactly. About I hate it, man. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I like with other people. I like being by myself. That's one thing I've learned in the last uh, year during this pandemic is I actually just like being alone. It's not I like as, I knew that before. <laughs> yeah, not that bad, man. You just sit. Nobody's bothering you. You could watch the games. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. And especially on Super Bowl Sunday, it's the last it's the biggest game of the year. It's the last time you get to enjoy football. Right. I really, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it depends if I really care about the sporting event, if it's the Super Bowl, if it's. So, okay, first Thursday and Friday for March Madness. Yeah, I like going out. So do if I. It, if it's people I enjoy the company of, uh, one of one sixty two, like a Saturday or Friday baseball. Yeah, I'll get together with a group of people and watch the games. That's that's a lot of fun. But like, if it's a one off, like the Super Bowl or yeah, and that's our betting. You know yeah. everything. That's, yeah. that's the climax of the betting season, right? We have so much action going on. You want to be able to track it 
and you feel like you have to have conversations and all that, and you can't track it all, or you're going to miss some of the prop stuff during the game. Like, I hate that. I'd, I'd rather be, be at home to watch Super Bowl, too. And that's the other thing, like, that's kind of ruined the Super Like, it's made it better, obviously, but are all the player props and novelty props and all the props that I'm playing? Because it used to be you'd go to a Super Bowl party and you'd say, all right, all right, here, I got the Broncos as touchdown favorites, and I got the under in this game. No, I'm monitoring the whole situation. Like, wait, how many grabs is that for James White? You know, how many catches does Gronkowski have? And if somebody's chir- you know, chirping in your ear the whole time, you lose count. You lose track. You know, you know the worst? This is the worst. You're at uh, a family event or a Super Bowl party. Yeah. And the people that are kind of fringe sports fans that are just there for the event, they don't really watch every Sunday. And uh, like – did you know that you can bet on the length of the national anthem? Did you know that you can bet on the coin toss? No. I do this every day of my life for years and years. Like, I had no idea. I had no Yeah, I can tell you how many seconds it moved and when exactly it moved because a video was posted on Twitter. I'm like, yeah, that, that gets, that gets me. Like, oh, oh, really? It's some re- revelation. It's it's. It's not something I've done for my entire career since I got out of college talking about crap like that. Right. Exactly, man. Exactly. That that is that is really annoying during these games. Yeah, it is. Random thoughts. Yeah. Uh how about Major League Baseball slate? We've got a bunch of other games to get to. Here, here's one more afternoon game. It's 345 Eastern, 245 Central, Cincinnati, and San Francisco. Uh, we've got what the Reds, like favorites, minus 109, and San Francisco. Plus 100. You don't, yeah, we're still there. Uh, total of eight and a half. We've got Tyler Maley going for Cincinnati and Johnny Cueto for San Francisco. Small sample size. These Cueto numbers can't continue, right? At this stage in his career, 251 ERA, 203 FIP. And uh, Maley, this probably can't continue either because he's striking out a ton of hitters. Yeah. Uh, a- anything in this matchup? Uh, no, probably not. I was looking at the under, but again, I can't trust that Johnny Cueto is going to continue at this pace. I was looking maybe at some strikeout props. Don't really like the numbers there. Maley's uh, five. You don't like Maley's five and a half? Uh, I don't love it. I don't hate it. I just, with the Reds right now, it's kind of a sore subject because I played two unders as far as season win totals and the Reds were one of them. I just didn't want to believe in the Reds after last year when everybody bought into the Reds. And they're playing good baseball. Again, short sample size, but they look good right now. And in the NL Central, especially, like they're going to feast on the Pirates. They're going to feast on the Cubs. I have to disagree with John Heyman. I do not think the Cubs are even a decent baseball team. And I don't think that they're going to be there come July, man. I think they're going to be sellers. So the Reds are killing me right now. Five and a half, though, I don't hate that. Five and a half. It's two starts. But he has nine and six Ks, which is a rate of 40%. He's not going to stay in that neighborhood. But we're just asking if he can get to six today against this Giants lineup. That's all we're asking. That would be my only play in this game, would be the over on the uh, strikeout prop right there. That'd probably be it for me. Don't trust the under. Definitely don't trust Cueto at all. Well, on the Cueto numbers, which are impressive after two starts, uh, like the Arietta storyline, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Colorado, Seattle. Two of the worst teams. Exactly. Although don't sleep on my guys from Seattle right now, especially Seager. But, yeah, no play there for me. Not Maybe we should be looking on the Cincinnati side. But, yeah, I, I understand if you don't want to to back Tyler Maley. So not a play that we absolutely love there. Is the San Diego going to bounce back? How about that? Last night, Blake Snell bounced in the first inning. A brutal outing for him. Pirates win outright. 
Can they do it again? The Padres on the money line are minus 204. Pittsburgh plus 187. Southpaw Tyler Anderson for the Buckos. Joe Musgrove off of his no hitter. Yeah. Do you want to back a guy or do you want to fade a guy off the no hitter? Now, Tyler Anderson off to a rough start. Both starts against the Cubs. So I have a tough time backing Pittsburgh, man. I do too, but I think my favorite play, and I don't know if you could find this number for me right now because I'm all frozen up, but I was looking at potentially playing a uh, Joe Musgrove over on the strikeout total coming off the first no-hitter in franchise history. I had to double-check that. I mean, obviously, uh, it's struck out 10 batters, no walks, nine shutout innings. Again, it was against the Rangers, but he was you know a hit-by-pitch away from a perfect game in that one. 2-0 this season, 18 strikeouts and two starts. What would you do? I'd play the over on the strikeouts. I'm not fading them coming off that. I'm going to continue to ride uh, Joe Musgrove. But I got to see. you go what... over six and a half? Six and a half. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Yep. That's going to be an official play for me. Over six and a half against that Pirates lineup. All yep. right. I understand. Um, His ERA of zero will not continue. No, no. <laughs> and, and the whip probably won't continue either. You know? But the 18 strikeouts in two games. And I get that, you know, you're coming off a no-hitter against the Texas Rangers, but still, man, Musgrove – and the, the thing is his stuff looks really good. Like, he's increased the strikeout rate over the last two years. So it's not just, you know, the beginning, early, short sample size stuff. You know, like I looked at it. His first four seasons in the league, he struck out less than a batter per inning. He's up this K rate to 12.48 batters per nine innings of work. That began last season. Mm-hmm. Uh I love that today. I think he strikes out at least seven. I'll go with Musgrove over on the strikeouts. Okay. Uh, speaking of a strikeout prop, here's one I'm taking a look at. Uh, let's see if you're willing to jump in. Houston-Detroit matchup. Uh, we've got the Tigers. They're striking out a clip of 27%. They're all bunched up there at the top, but that is seventh overall. McCullers over six and a half. That's really juiced. Really juiced. I'm not betting it. I'm not betting it when it's juiced that much. Scratch that. Did you have anything on that game, Detroit Houston? Uh, Tigers looking to win their third straight against the Stros. It would be it would be the Astros for me. Uh, probably no play there, but they're five and one in McCullers last six starts against the AL Central. And- when you do the run line, I mean it's minus two twenty one. Like I said. No, I'll probably stay away from me on that one. Stay away. Okay, uh, I'm gonna try and make a case for the last game of the day. Can we bet on the Rockies in some form or fashion, even if we're talking about plus one and a half? So we've got the Dodgers as heavy, heavy favorites. I believe they're the biggest favorite of the day. Minus, okay, minus 240. Minus 240, dog plus 220. John Gray for Colorado. Dustin May for the Dodgers. So it's not one of their top guys, and they're still minus 240. Can can I uh, convince you in any way to take a look at the Rocky side? Plus one and a half, still plus money. It's plus 106. Gray's history against the Dodgers, large sample size, 158 plate appearances. His FIP is only 3-1-0 with a 27% strikeout rate. Are the Rockies live? Man, I don't know that I could play it. I mean, I definitely want to play the Dodgers. I kind of like... You could definitely make the case. You could definitely probably talk me yeah. into it. For me, I was already looking at the under. The under is one and eight in Rockies games so far this season, two and seven in Dodgers games, which I find hard to believe. I think Dustin May has a big night. I'd maybe even look at his strikeouts, uh, the total, the prop on the over. 
I don't know. I don't know that I could play the Rockies. I don't know that I could. I don't know that I could fade. fade I think I'm going to take a look at the Rockies. I'm not sure. Well, uh, how I'm going to do it exactly, but I think it sets up for them to have a decent chance. My goodness, look at that. I love. I love these 15, 17 games a day. We still have a bunch of other games that we haven't even hit on. Uh, we'll hopefully do that before the end of the hour. Show Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat. Couple other MLB notes, and then we'll get you set for RBC Heritage starting tomorrow. Joe Ryan Horvat, you're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.